Hello and welcome to episode 30 of The Connected Generation. My name is Nikia Anani and I am the host. Today we'll be talking about how can we as next gens drive effective change in our family businesses. And it's important to perfect the art of transformation. I think it's a necessary life skill. It's not just about being a business leader, right? Because life constantly throws curveballs at us, whether as individuals or as families or as businesses, because change is life. Life is change, right? And without change, we become stagnant and unfortunately we die, right? So we should actually celebrate change. One of my favorite quotes is by George Bernard Shaw and he says, progress is impossible without change. So here we are in this extremely disruptive hour. We can flip the story we tell ourselves on its head to say that This hour is giving us the opportunity to change and progress. So we celebrate it rather than dread it. And moments of disruption provide the greatest opportunity for reinvention, rediscovery and renegotiation. So it's a good thing. So how can we seize this hour to effect change within our family businesses as next gens. I was talking to a friend the other day and we were saying, talking about the impact of Corona on her family business. And she was really quite overwhelmed because she felt like her hour to effect change was now. This moment may never come back to quote her verbatim. And, but she was overwhelmed with all the fires put out in the business. She's quite distracted right now with having to manage children. So her productivity is lower, remote working, all that. And it was just all quite stressful. And just taking a step back, I really think that Corona has been a champion of change for a lot of the initiatives that we next gens were championing, like tech, digitizing, innovating, diversifying. I've said this quite a number of times on this podcast. And for a number of businesses, it was literally do or die, right? Depending on which industry you're in, right? So Bruna was almost like a eureka moment, an aha moment for a lot of founders, that had historically resisted these changes. And it has been our change champion, like I said, clamoring for the changes a lot of us had previously petitioned for. But you know, this whole message on change, it may be trending right now. It may be the talk of the hour, pivot or perish, transform or destroy. But I really dislike when we take timeless messages and pollute them into a fad of the moment, right? Effective change creation is a timeless skill we all need as changes are bound to happen, especially when we think of our fourth industrial revolution world. Technological improvements and innovations will continue to happen at an exponential rate. So this is not really about 20 plenty, Rona, Begona, it's about life. (laughs) So we will always need to drive change. 
as progress is impossible without change. Whether it's we need to learn how to take the family business to a new market, whether it's we're entering into a new venture, whether it's we're starting a new product or service using new tech, we're restructuring the entire business, we're adapting to new leadership, we're changing the culture of the organization. So we need to master becoming change creators, creators of change that enhances the family business and wealth. I was talking to another friend about the role of next gens right now. And she said to me, you know what? It's so much easier to be on the back seats <laughs> when you're, you feel like a puppet of the founder and you feel disempowered. And it's so much easier just to be on that back seat and be throwing criticisms at the elder gen, right? You know, speaking your grandma about tech, etc., without having to shoulder heavy responsibility. But when Rona came, it was like, oh yeah, it's your turn. And the burden of leadership was suddenly very heavy. And in her words, she said, it felt like a lot of responsibility. And I started questioning myself, can I actually do this? Can I put all these ideas into reality? Because if I fail at this, the business may fail. And according to a McKinsey 2015 survey, only 26% of organizational transformations succeed. And the truth of the matter is that transformation, it requires both vision and implementation. But most leaders are usually only good at one of those, not both. Only 8% of leaders can do both well. And the reason is that most leaders tend to be transactional. What does that mean? So they spot a new opportunity, they've formed a new strategic idea, and they go straight into action mode. They start sending out instructions from the top down to get their direct reports and staff to take action to carry out that vision. And the, the thing is, they're wrongly assuming that implementation is all about tactics and action. They're focusing on the what and they're neglecting the why. Because implementation is actually first about why, because it is, before it is about what. So what does that mean? Why is inspiration? What is goals and action? And this is all Simon Sinek's jam. I recommend reading Start With Why. Um, it's a book of his. He also did a TED Talks so you can Google that and watch that to get more background on the importance of why. And essentially, it's about how can great leaders inspire everyone around them to take action? I say that it is like trying to cook a great slow roasted steak without actually taking the time to marinate it overnight, you know, and let all those juicy spices soak in right? We may be fooled by impatience. Instead of slow roasting the steak, we just place it, you know, in the grill on the highest temperature. The steak is ready in record time, all right, but it tastes like salty wood, <laughs> you know, where it's so hard and the seasoning is all on the top, but the middle of the steak is bland as heck and it's not even well cooked, right? So the texture is off. It's extremely unsatisfying, and it leaves a limited lasting impact. So as leaders, 
We need to spend our time marinating the steak, letting those juices and those spices soak in and slow cooking our steaks, however long it takes. We need to take our time in articulating the why. Implementation is not just about strategy, but it's critical to it is this inspiration we're talking about. And inspiration can take time, particularly in a family business context where we have changes happening on three different levels. On an individual level, so individual family members are transforming, individual employees, and you as a leader, right? On a family, collective family level, and on a collective business level. So as change creators, we have to be really aware of these three different levels and ensure that they're being carefully managed. We have to inspire and influence carrying these individuals and collective units along a journey of inspiration and influence so that we can have motivation and alignment of all the three subgroups. What this does is that we're able to gracefully translate our strategy in the war room into a very well-coordinated individual action on the battleground. In times of transformation, change champions will often focus on strategy But the challenge is that we may not be, for instance, carrying the family along, right? We may just be talking to those employees in the business and the founder. We may not be carrying along family members that are not working in the business. And we make big strategic decisions and it can cause fractions in the family. So we will not have support. We may not even be carrying along our employees, And they just don't get what on earth you're talking about. This whole new direction. What's this thing about? It feels like a decree from the boardroom down. And their preference is the old way we used to do things. What is it? It's easier that way. Why should they have to learn new skills? Why should they have to try out things in a new way when it disrupts the hierarchy of power and can threaten their sense of security. So you can see why this articulating the why is so important. A strategy's value is determined by how it hits the ground, right? So I was reading Medium and reading up on Napoleon, King Napoleon, the other day. He was one of history's best military strategists. He knew the importance of how Strategy has to translate from an idea to individual soldiers' actions. So when he gave orders, he would demand that the soldiers repeat word for word what he said. And they will have to do that again until they were right. So he knew that a strategy's value was determined where it met the enemy not when it was laid out in the command tent. So like Napoleon, we cannot be stuck in our command tents, but the value of our strategy is not when we say it's in the boardroom or in the management meeting, right? But it's when we see its impact in profitability, 
So we have to get there by nurturing, influencing, inspiring individual stakeholders, the collective family unit and the collective business unit. Because family businesses, they don't change. Contrary to a lot of beliefs, they do not change because of new strategic ideas, systems, processes, or new organization structures. They change because the people change. The people in the organization, the people in the family that adapt and change. So only when we're able to take individual people to make their own personal transitions can the family business truly say it's transformed and we'll see the fruit of transformation. So how can we change? Back to my opening quote, George Bernard Shaw says, progress is impossible without change. And that's actually not the complete quote. (laughs) The second half of the quote says, Those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. So it's interesting. We're not just inspiring others, but we're also inspiring ourselves as leaders. We need to work on our mindsets so that we can generate change, right? But we also need to influence and inspire other stakeholders so that we don't end up just talking to ourselves. Who knows what that is like? It's extremely frustrating, So on to those skills for effective change creation. They all start with C and there are four of them. Conviction, curiosity, courage, and collaboration. I'll just speak over these in brief. I may have to do another podcast episode to dive deep. What is conviction? A belief in self. A strong knowing of purpose as an individual, a family, and a business, right? So the key verb here is knowing. Conviction is a knowing. Then curiosity. What is curiosity? It's a mind that constantly pushes the envelope, that is able to see opportunity, challenging assumptions and perspectives, that thinks of the new way we can do old things or the new way we can do new things. (laughs) So the verb here is thinking. The third C is courage. In courage is where one sees uncertainty, but in spite of uncertainty, embraces fear and acts anyway. Like my namesake brand, just do it. And courage without fear is actually not courage. I'll dive, I'll I'll go into another podcast on this whole topic because to be courageous, there must be uncertainty. And what separates someone that has conviction and curiosity from courage is action. So the key operative verb here is doing. Someone courageous actually tries new things as opposed to thinking about new things or knows that they can do new things, right? And the last C is against a culture of collaboration. So here's where as change creators, we have to create collaborative cultures and this speaks to how we're interacting with others in the family in the business so here whereas the first three c's speak to our individual skills that we need to develop this last c now speaks to how we interact with others from the individual to the collective right intrapersonal skills right and the idea is how can we 
create buy-in with all stakeholders so that they take responsibility for the change? How do we cultivate a collective vision, collective benefits, and such that everyone has commitment? Because the truth is, without commitment, we're all just yapping. We're just talking to ourselves. And this commitment can come in many forms. It can be time, money, energy, and or identity. Talk is the lowest form of commitment. Talk is cheap, as we often say, right? So our end goal as change creators is that we want to see possibility. We want to have believability. And we want to actualize profitability through management and influence of people. And I know that in pursuing change, it can be scary, right? I, I know it, it can be very scary to take the leap and try to do something that hasn't been done before, right? But I'll leave you with a quote to mull on and think on by Michael Hyatt. He says, don't fear failure. Fear being in the exact same place next year as you are today. So be a change creator. God bless you and have a great day.